This is the mess that we're going to kick this show off with. Oh, fuck. What a fucking weirdos got over there. I see uh, just joint assistant for Matt and JT. I've. Um, oh, my God. Did you get resumes or something? A fucking lot. I saw the emails come in, but I didn't, uh, I didn't really look through them Thank yet. Thank God. Thank God my printer ran out of fucking paper. I'm saving that for when we're recording. Are we recording? Have yeah, we started recording. the show? Well, we're starting the show right now. We're starting. Like when? Started. Like right, so right now? now. Good, morning. Good, morning. Good morning. You guys don't make any. There's huh? no countdown. We don't have a producer. Like this is fucking fake ass bullshit. We've you never guys done look a like newscasters right now. Do we? No, I mean, I hate, big, I hate these big. I hate these big headphones. Uh, we got to get rid of those. Number one. Number two. I did find out last night. We can order different because this just this just has rubber sides and you just plank it in right here. So I'm ordering five more backdrops for us oh, that we can switch great. out. Yeah. I also think we should take the rally car video game that you have over here in the corner and put it behind us. So if, if we get boring at any point, people can just watch someone playing. No, there's, rally just, there, there's no, there's no movement. Can, in that. Can Do you, you see how can awkward you, this thing is? Jared, will you order me in my gun bunny pose in my little tiny shorts on one of those and I'll pay you for it? Jesus. Yeah, you can tell Dave to because Dave ordered this one from me. So I let's just talk to Dave. Let's just cut out the middleman here. Tell Dave, Dave to Dave order Reardon. light up. Yeah, Dave Reardon. Okay, okay, I'll tell. I'll tell. All Dave right. To do it. So this is what we're kicking this off with. This is what's this? This is all the, your asshole resumes that you sent to <laughs> Matt Hoffman. Um, and you guys I, are sharing an assistant. I've gone. Well, yeah, it's everyone's assistant. So, well, we didn't even talk about this. Jared just said this on the show and was like, we're going to get a, a is, mutual assistant. This is so. a failure on your part, whoever this was. You sent a blank page. So, fuck it. This is, and none of this is in order. So, you're just going to have to, you're going to look at what is it? Matt what? and Jared punk, punk pop just song? Says, Someone just wrote us a song? They wrote oh. A just a quick catchy song I wrote for Matt and Jared's punk idea. It's inspired by some of the shitbags I met while in the 82nd. The lyrics are blink inspired at the pace of college kids by Reliant K. Feel free to use it for information. Very specific. Hmm. Can you read us a couple lyrics see if it's good? Staring at these tan walls again, jacking it to poorly drawn porn in Sharpie pen. <laughs> Fuck, it's wow. so hot in this porta potty. Pretending like my dicks in a Fort Bragg hottie. But first off, is there a Fort Bragg? We hottie? all know that there is not a single <laughs> yeah. hot woman at Fort Bragg. Hey, so a man can dream. Scale you know? that back because it's. Uh, Wait, you know, your skill. Well, do us a favor, though. Reread those lines, but sing them in your pop punk voice. I, let me, I, I, I need a, I don't know what college kids by Reliant K. You just staring like at it. these tan walls again, jacking it to poorly drawn porn in Sharpie pen. <laughs> it's that, <laughs> there it, it's there. It's there. It's I mean, there. we just need some Ethan Mesner. Thank you. That's nice of the Ethan. Thank you, Ethan. Yep. Yep. That's great. What do we got here? <laughs> Join assistant precision. Are you picking some good ones out or what's going I'm on? I'm trying to find yeah. good ones. Yes. I mean, this is a fucking mess because my printer doesn't print things in order. So that's another strike on you for running my printer out of paper. And then this fire mat. Ian <laughs> fire mat. Yeah. We, it's a new thing. Cause we don't oh. have Dave around. To oh, chastise hello. Anymore. My name is Ian Thornberry. 
That's a cool last name. Yeah. I think this is the guy he wrote you and I, Ian Thornberry wrote you and I on, on Instagram yesterday because his wife took a job as a third grade teacher in New Braunfels. So they're moving from California to here. Nice. Very you close neighbors of us. Put Ian Thornberry in the, you know, kind of maybe the not burn pile. Are you just <laughs> reading their names? You're actually going through their like. This is resumes. why they sent these. So, I mean. Well, yeah, but you got to go through the resume and see if there's any qualifications. Yeah, but I already, I already read Ian's when he sent us that Instagram okay. message. Okay. So I know okay. Ian. Okay. David Dickerman. I like you just because of the name. name. Hey, Dickerman. I would move from Richita Falls. Wow. Okay. The, the thing is, is yeah, position. I don't know mm. if we would want, yeah, because you never know when we're going to change our mind and just be like, yeah, we're good. Um, this one just says laser shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, that he sent a bunch of, of photos of him lasering stuff. Yeah. I saw that one. I went through that email. <laughs> I saw the layout. I was like, okay, the guy can laser engrave. See, I don't know. Like how we're just reading a paper on a I podcast I don't know where, uh, yeah, but you know what? It's interesting because it's a lot of, some of these guys went above and beyond. Some of these guys, I have zero assistance experience. You know what? <laughs> I like the start of this. He's, he's got a good point. <laughs> this is honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, but his name isn't on here. I just see his his Outlook account. Uh I'm not, I'm not former mill and the last 11 years have been a mechanic off and on. That's useful though. You know, it if is. your car breaks, it is, we have someone that's a mechanic, uh, when as I well as doing dirt bike. Like I did the other day, they could fix the dirt. Yeah. Bike. Yeah. They could fix everything. Doing procurement, booking and sales. None of this shows I can be a great assistant to JT and Matt. What I do have is zero ties, no shame and strong worth ethic. Hey, wow. Hey, you know? that's the, the, that's. Those are top Somebody of my knows list. how to we, get we my attention. Yeah. No ties, no shame. All right, <laughs> I, let's go. I have zero ties, no shame, and strong worth ethic. <laughs> Solid. You got work. one from uh, from Liz. Yeah. What do you? Oh, a, a female. That sounds like a disaster. Yeah, probably. It's a, a Canadian idea. trying to get out of Canada. Oh, so, you know what? Oh, I, I appreciate that. Comfortable with being called shmi or dude. Oh. Oh. Does not have cool. a unisex haircut and will not tilt towards 97, 99% of the things Wait, Ellen does. I like this. Put that in the in in the in the pile we need to actually read. Is there here. a pile that yeah, yeah, over is here? Good? Yeah, well, read some more because she like bulleted well, point. Like I'm those are six things foot we tall talked and about. bossy. She's if anyone six needs foot to tall and bossy. Children. It's a good I have presence. experience with being a pool cleaner, mostly my own. I can assure you that no one really looks attractive while doing it. So the stereotypes are horse shit. <laughs> I have tattoos, but I assure you that my grandma, my grandmas still love me for my well-adjusted personality. This one, this one. Confidence. <laughs> yes. We I really need to just do want a, to live in Texas other than Ontario. We so, just, I mean, we need to do a, a, we need to have a pile for FRA video interviews. Oh, we should definitely do it. Yeah. Yeah. So put that, interview. put that in this one. Ian Thornberry and Liz gets this one. Liz might I melt, like though coming from Ontario to Texas. That's a, that's uh, a big, that's a big climate change right there. I like this because they, they put the shmi like the shmi yeah. <laughs> disgruntled, demotivated and divorced. <laughs> so do you oh, think wow. they're saying that as, cause they did one like that. Do you think they're putting that as subject matter expert? No, or no, no. Shmi. We, no, I we remember, said, I remember yeah, yeah. Shmi from Hook, but I don't know if they're okay with that. Oh, by the way, do you know what it takes to get back into Canada right now? I don't know. Like if you're, heard, if you're a Canadian and you leave Canada, show. 
What's to it, get back in, you, it's like three days. You have to pay for this hotel. They have like oh, quarantine yeah, 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 yeah. hotels. You have to pay for them. And you have to they, do that. They've been doing they that a lot of places. In. And then if you, but it's a specific hotel and they've just yep. inflated the cost. And yep. if you become COVID positive, you have is to that stay list? there. It's fucking ridiculous. Is that, is that list that we just yes. really yes. under these, these resumes? Look at, look right at this, now. bro. Casey gave us don't a, put his a number on a shot. Oh, I thought that was his number. I was like, don't put that on the no. show. He gave us a headshot. That, that's good. I like I, him. Did any of these cover, come with a cover letter or no? They're not, they're not that low yeah, yet? Quarter, no, quarter no, 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 no. A lot of them came with a cover lover. Here. There, that one That one goes in. The, he, he sent a headshot, so he gets an interview. There, yeah, the 17-year-old, Chloe Blount. Oh, the headshot one was a platoon leader, too. Oh, typical oh, wow. fucking officer. Look oh, at me. He was, he was, he was trying. Hey guys, look at Is my this face. a female? Chloe Blount? Just kidding, Casey. That's 17? No. You have to be, I'm sorry, Chloe. You got to be 18. Yeah, you got to be at least 24. Well, no, you got to be 21 because yeah. what if you need to go yeah. get us, buy us a beer? A liquor run. Like, 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 yeah, yeah, like, go get us some Jameson. Chloe, we need you. We need you to get older. Chloe, you got, you got she has years. She has a history of working with horses. She lives three hours away. You have a spare broom closet. I'll pay to rent it. Wow. All right. That one, that? We'll that give mean? that one an interview, but it has to be PG. All right. Well, I think uh, that was it for now. Nick notes. I, I mean, I like this loyalty, trust, and perks. That's kind of an interesting. <laughs> what, what are perks? Uh, yeah. Seems, give us the perks. Gay. Yeah. What are the perks? Gonna, gonna the first bullet off. point just says badger-like. <laughs> <laughs> Not tall, but surprisingly strong. This leads me to fit into places I know for a fact that are... Dude, he is the strongest okay, name I've he, ever he seen. He spelled Air Force wrong. I'm going to call him. He's trying to talk shit on the Air Force, but he spelled You're Air gonna Force You're going to call wrong. him right now? Why not? I, I like mean, his name. It's your show right now. You do what the fuck you want. Oh, my gosh. Above average where it counts, I have a wet mouth. Whoa. Borderline homeless, so relocation costs are a bus pass. Likes hot dogs. He likes hot dogs. Oh, wow. This should be good. This should be interesting. This should be real good. This is going to be. I just something. want him to explain. What is badger up with these like? combat medics? Yeah. Like it's all the combat medics. They're, they're just weirdos. Fucking crazy. Well, so many Weird buttholes. Uh, that's true. Nico. Yes. You're on free range American right now. We heard that you're badger like. <laughs> Can you please what? explain what badger like means? Badger like. Well, uh, I. I believe I went into pretty much summing up for you. Okay. I'm not tall. I'm not going to specify the exact height. Okay. So um, he's shorter than you, Matt. Five, so he'll, six, five, he'll make six. you look good. Shorter good. Shorter than Matt. So is the um, Matt's Matt taller than all of us. <laughs> not as attractive as Matt. I'll give you that. But I'm probably somewhere in the middle of the crew. Okay. okay. Uh, deceivingly strong. Mm. But uh, I think I think the highlight was... Uh, is that like arm wrestling is strong? Is that, is, that, is that arm wrestling strong? What do you mean by deceivingly strong? Matt would like to know. Uh, like like a like upward motions, like squatting, pushing. <laughs> <laughs> is, are you advertising that you're a power bottom? <laughs> I know that's, that's the vibe I'm getting here. I'm your service liaison. Oh, whatever, whoa! Service. Uh, services rendered, I believe, are completely confidential. <laughs> is the wet mouth part of the badger qualities or is that just a you quality? Completely separate. Completely oh, separate. Okay. <laughs> Equally important. Uh, it's up to your own uh, divisive 
y'all can uh, choose what quality best suits you uh, for each of your. I'm just saying needs, your name but, alone, uh, Nico Natore. That's no tear. No tear. Yeah. No tear. Oh. Wow, this just got better. <laughs> I told you it sounded real gay. Now he's Angle. saying he don't Angle. care. <laughs> All right, Nico, we're going to finish reviewing your uh, your application here. You're probably getting called for a, for a video interview on the show. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Your, your, your resume is amazing. All right. Thank you for the call. <laughs> Take care. I love how he has your full number now. He's going to shoot you some texts. Ah, who cares? He's got a good attitude, though. So does everybody else. I don't even know how they get it. Like, the news, everyone from the news had my cell phone number, which, you know, whatever. Well, they have most of ours. I mean, we usually get texts about it, so. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm on an old record label site. Really? Bomb Shack Records. No shit. Oh, that's how Matt Hoffman found my. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, Matt Hoffman. And then he knew he knew the key to our heart by sending us a video resume. If only some of these lazy individuals. I still yeah, I, I'm that. I'm not that impressed by these. I like, like the oh, ones over in this pile. A video interview would have been epic if they're yeah. if they actually recorded themselves. Yeah. And then, the, yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, maybe, maybe we need a reattack. But it's, it's just, up for a lot of work. Man, it's just not that hard to stand out anymore. Like, literally, Hoffman was, like, the only person that took any effort outside of what was required of him, and he got the job. Yeah, because he actually, he he had forethought that, hey, the skills that they are looking for is audio engineering, video editing, and clipping. Let me do that in my interview. Yeah. <laughs> It's almost weird when you showcase your talents in your interview so you have an mm. understanding of what you can do. Wow. Wow. Man. I think uh, we should be celebrating today. I, I've, I'm officially down one human. I'm, I'm, I'm no longer two me's. I'm now just one. Did you? Oh, I like, you sound like you lost the kid there for a second. Yeah. Oh, like, no, 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 weird. no, no, no. Did you let enough blood? What are you doing? You had shit all over you. You looked ridiculous. I was saving you. <laughs> well, what the fuck are you guys doing today? You know, I'm in a good mood these days. I ran spicy for like a week and then I realized I got to chill out. You know, I'm excited. We're filming tomorrow. Yeah. Putting some fun shit together. Yeah. Do we have a time for that? It's all day. Oh, okay. It's all day. It's, it's yeah. all day. Call all days at nine. At nine at the ranch. Well, you're ten. You're talent. I'm okay. getting the crew there at nine. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll put the call sheet. All right. Today. I just like wasn't a, sure like if a, I missed it or if I just wasn't I on. It. Fucking send it, Jared. <laughs> you know, you never know. Um, what are we doing today? I have a lot of shows today, so I've got, I've got a guy flying in at one o'clock, and he he is a loan specialist with guaranteed rate. And he, we're going to be doing a show just specifically on how to utilize your VA benefits to buy a house. That's Uh, very cool. I think that's awesome. I, I brought this up before, but I think we should do more stuff about how to manage your finances. Well, we have access to these experts. So let's bring in these experts that are, that know all, because I mean, geez, now that, just having to buy a house when you're when you have a lot of 1099 income is a super huge shocker. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's so, ways to circumvent the 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 how historically the banking system works. We obviously know that, but yeah, I mean, I was the same way. Remember when we started R15? It was a blessing in disguise, but I couldn't get a bank loan because they're like, yeah. you haven't you've 
you don't make enough money was what they told me. I'm like, no, it means I'm smart with what I fucking write my taxes off for and shit because everything I do is for the business. Agreed. I think a lot of stuff with financials, right? People just don't listen though because they spend and get in like in so much debt. People listen, but they don't do. That's the problem. They don't action on They listen, but they do not. But also people people these days are, are not willing to sacrifice. Like- well, the, the best way for, for, I think, with finances is just you what you want to save, don't fucking touch it. Like have an automatic deposit. And that's the problem because people have access and then they build that insurance in their head and they go, well, I could just take it out of this. Like you got to put that shit where you can't touch it if you don't have the willpower. I mean, if you, you just if you just take going out three times a week, let's say you go out Thursday, Friday, Saturday, which is close to $300 these days. That's, if, that's between like 80 and a hundred bucks per Applebee's. if you, and that's, that's just, if you're by yourself. So you're looking at $300 a week. Like, and then yesterday, um, I fed you, Heather, me, two kids, Tim, and six people, on eight dollars worth of chicken legs. Yeah. So just throwing them on the trigger. I, I meal prep every Sunday. I you, I just get the Val V rice, dude. It's like a buck fifty per package. And then you buy a bunch of chicken breast for like two ninety nine a pound. She you're eating that whole week for like forty bucks, bro. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to three hundred dollars a week you're spending going out. It's expensive. Yeah. Like alcohol and food these days is so expensive. Like we did that the other day when my wife and I went and got like, what was it? Dinner. And then like two drinks and it was like 130 fucking dollars. And it wasn't even that nice of a restaurant because the beers were like $9 a piece. It's like, Jesus, man. What do you think about that? 1200 bucks a month. That's rent. That's yeah. double the house that's, that you have. That's double rent for a like, lot of like, or, well, just love it or that's a know, mortgage for a rental yeah. that you rent out. Yeah. What I do you think love? it's great that, that, that we have inflation right now. And then um, all these fucking idiot politicians just crush the middle working class. I think it's great, honestly. And then, you know how they made essential businesses like Walmart just to fucking fill their pockets more and then fucking kill the middleman. It's, it's been great. I, I love how our leadership in America has been treating people. these hey, days. Somebody should start a fund where they uh, help uh, small businesses. I think so. And veteran businesses. Yeah. It's almost sure. like, it's almost I like think, we were doing that. I think that happened. Dave Fortnoy did it. <laughs> and well, yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because we were talking about our fun for years and then, um, but I'm glad we got it open. It's great. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's the next one to do is just like how to, how to start a small business and that's then like a, yeah, the steps to make it one. I mean, successful. It, we'll just keep, we'll keep rolling with it. You know who I'm actually going to ask to come on because I just did a pretty significant donation to him is the, uh, firearms policy coalition. Um, these guys are pretty rad from what I've heard. Brandon Herrera pointed me in their direction. So it's like, it's like Gun Owners of America, and, stuff, and it's, it's, it's a nonprofit organization that fights for gun policy, but it's a lot of legal action and, and lobbying, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, but it'd be fun to have one of them on the show to talk Absolutely. about probably how fucked this well, system if is. You wanna, stuff, yeah, but, if you want to um, do a good... I, sh- go ahead. No, I'm saying I, I would love to have them on to learn a little more about how like a donation actually 
impacts like gun legislation because if you've seen all the stuff starting to get passed with like the braces and redefining what an, uh, an assault rifle is like this shit's fucking terrifying what people are trying to do like under under the little radar so well uh, i think we should we should do a show if on that. you want to do if you want to run with that theme phil watson is local to us in dripping springs uh austin and he has been a lobby, a gun policy lobbyist on the Hill for 10 years. Please. He can come in and tell you what happened during every law or every change during any time the ATF has done what he's also very up to date right now with everything that the ATF is attempting to do. Uh, Is it the ATF or AFT? I get that really mixed up these days. The president doesn't even know. So who cares? (laughs) I mean, I would like to just point out like, at this point, we're not even hiding hypocrisy anymore. It was like when Brett Kavanaugh got, you know, got appointed to or, or, or was in the running to be appointed as a Supreme Court justice. We dig up something that happened supposedly when he's 18 years old. But fucking dipshit Teeth Magoo gets gets, you know, uh offered the job as head of the ATF and has a photo of him smiling on the bodies of dead, burned children. And we're just all okay with that. Yeah. Where was that in the mainstream media? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, so, you know, what's more important fucking 60 days of our lives being shoved down our throat. The 18 year old Brett Kavanaugh at a party wanted to have sex with a girl. Go fucking figure. (laughs) Like, but the dude that was a federal agent smiling while standing on the corpses of dead children, and we're all just, oh, we don't, we're we're not gonna talk about that. We don't need to see that. We don't need that photo coming out. I I mean, it's just like everyone's full of shit. Idiocracy is like playing out in front of our eyes right now, I think, you know. It's just, it's, we're watching a political reality TV show. And I'd venture to say it's been that way historically, but it's getting more and more fucking ridiculous. Well, I think as a society, like we're so, everybody's so worn down after coming through everything last year. They're like, oh, I just don't want to deal with this anymore. And it's like, that's when they're like, they're starting to turn up the heat on all this stuff because they know everybody's sick and tired of dealing with all this bullshit. Yeah. I mean, even President Biden the other day when he was addressing, he's like, they told me what, what reporters I I can call on. I'm like, so you just like admitted that you're like getting puppeteered. You're like, like you, I was like, God, fuck, man. Anyways, let's not raise our blood pressures. (laughs) When when your president comes out and says, I'm a Manchurian candidate. Hey, I got Jeez. a I got a creative exercise for you guys. Well, let's let's fucking go. Uh, so I was going through. Um, I've got this really interesting uh, subreddit saved, yeah. and oh, it's Lord. Uh, proven conspiracy theories. Proven oh, conspiracy theories. Proven ones. And um, this one is. Uh, I'll just accept that they are actually factually proven, even though they're probably not. Well, this one's attached to a congressional hearing. So okay, okay. Uh, it was uh, the CIA developed a secret weapon that was uh, a toxin that was frozen in. and dart form oh and it gave you a heart attack oh and there's this all this footage of this congressional hearing and there's a couple uh congressmen looking at this thing and they're just like they're looking at this gun and it's it looks like a 1911 with a giant scope across the whole entire boat and they're like these guys are just in awe of this thing they're like oh man check this thing out it's so cool man this gives you a heart is a heart attack gun man a heart attack gun but i was wondering like if you guys had to like 
you know, you're in the CIA in the seventies and you have to develop means of assassination. Like, what Dude, I bet do? the CIA um, in the seventies was like the wild west. That's back when they were doing some crazy shit. I mean, crazy shit still goes on, but that was like the wild. Oh west. yeah. Yeah. Trying to get rid of Castro was everything. And there was like rumors of exploding cigars and all sorts of crazy shit. Wow. That's crazy. I've got another exercise, a challenge, if you will. Okay. I think that we put Heather, Jack, and Caleb's name in a hat. And then each of us have to draw it. And whoever we draw, we have to produce a coffee commercial with just that person and see who comes up with the best video. Okay, but they it have sounds to- like a, a, a content challenge. Yeah, yeah. You got, how do we judge it? Ooh, we need an outside judge. The audience votes. Well, I don't want it to be people. I want it to be viewership because last time okay. you guys cheated. Yeah, the, yeah. That was a, and you called the people that. Well, if we with. want to open up old wounds, you guys. <laughs> I mean, we broke want multiple rules, and no, ours you would have been significantly no, better if we would have adhered to the proper rules. But Jared changed his opinion like the weather. It doesn't. It could be over well, three minutes. It could be less than three minutes, and you don't have to say I this. I think in you're the confusing fucking, our team with your team. No, no. Yeah, yeah. you guys were rules. always there. Was over three a time minutes. limit of two minutes, and you guys we stayed Jared to the said, time limit. We stayed to the time limit. Literally told me it went over the the timeline. His edit, so you can go. Oh, over I don't the care. Timeline. I it's like, not about right. the edit. Our video was still way cooler. It was a good edit. I will give you that. <laughs> it was, even though you outsourced and used. And a voiceover artist. That's okay. You know, you you do you. Did we do I'm that? glad that we yeah. got a decent piece of content out of it. You know, we got two. But it's time. Two pieces. It's time Actually, three one. pieces. It's time for another one. I'm in. So, yeah. I but will not be here's the catch. wearing a dress in the next Here's the episode. catch is you, you're the person that you, that you choose. They have to write the commercial and you approve it. So, so they essentially have to pitch you a bunch of ideas and then you you approve and direct the one you feel will be the best one. So it's it's an exercise on everybody's like portion. Like okay. let's just add Richard and Evan to this as well. <laughs> Who's the talent though over there? Evan. We're never going to get them to do this. Oh come on. Yeah, they will. What do, I don't even know where Evan is right now. He's somewhere in Idaho. <laughs> It's a good country song right there. Somewhere in Idaho. That is somewhere in Idaho. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see Brantley Gilbert's new song? The no. worst country song. It's amazing. Yeah. Is it is it public? Yeah. Came yeah. out like You're such three a Brantley or four. Gilbert fan now. It's funny. Yeah. I feel I like know. that's the only country you listen to just because you're you've befriended well, him. Well, I mean, if we're gonna be honest, I still haven't listened to any of it, but <laughs> <laughs> I just like I love the Brantley Gilbert. I, I like him. Music, I like him. I'm going. I'm Matt Hoffman showed me one of his songs the other day, and I really liked it. So Good. I'm a fan. I there's this thing called like Spotify where uh, you subscribe and you can get everything for free. I think you have it. Yeah. No. I mean, I pay for Spotify. It's um, a good app. Yeah. It's, it's a good app. Green Eyed Killers is in my favorites. I don't even nice. think anybody even knows that exists. Not a lot. It's, I mean, it's got what, almost 100,000 streams. It's up there. It's getting there. It's too bad. How's that vibing song doing? Good. I mean, I've never promoted that thing. That was, I just made that when I had coronavirus, the old Corona. And I was like, let's track some stuff with my raspable voice. Oh, yeah. 
I was thinking about this the other day. Matt was getting down on the the guitar with the new amps the other night, and um, I was thinking uh, the the podcast with Tim was really good that Evan did, and he was talking about don't manage your time, manage your focus, and you guys are really good at this to where you kind of get in the zone a lot. And is that something that you guys like actively try and do to where you kind of like shut the world out and you just try and focus on one singular task in order to like improve your skills in that certain area? I have been lately, uh, but it's been a while. Like I forgot. I used to do that a lot. Like, especially with tutorials, I do one a day. You just sit down and dedicate. But then I started doing that again, you know, in the last couple of weeks, like, like, especially with all the new Photoshop, like the new Photoshop that's out now, like, like, God, it's night and day different than what I learned compositing on now. So I've been going through a lot of like, oh man, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. I think for, for me, it's interesting. I think anybody that has a creative brain, you know, undeniably at some point you're going to hit writer's block. And I think for me, it's been 10 years. And I think, I mean, I always talk freely about this, but it's like, we've done so many jokes, you know, like eight, seven, eight years ago that like there's opportunity to kind of reattack those jokes and rewrite them. But what I've found is if I'm consistently have a task in front of me, my creative prowess is just completely like gone. Meaning that if there's a, a tangible task in front of me, meaning like I got a meeting, I got this, I am so not creative and you have to like provide blocks of time to kind of, which other people might think you're fucking off, but create a creative space, right? It's kind of what we did the other day where we could have sit in the office and talked or like, no, let's go jump in the pool, crack a beer at like 5 p.m. and have fun. And that fun influences like emotions and all this other stuff that you need to actually be creative and inspiration. And I think that that's a, a lot of people disregard how important it is to go like do shit to be creative and creative not is not just like in a sense of content but problem solving and critical problem solving is a creative form of thinking because you have to sit down look at it from all these different angles and then try to figure out the best solution and that requires you not staring at a fucking lcd screen in my opinion yeah do you guys think that creativity like in the job sense um when when you're doing a small business or developing any type of thing where you're working outside of the norm of you know manual labor do you think creativity is the number one thing that you can bring to the table what as us personally well no just as a business owner because you got to think about like it's essentially one giant complicated problem yeah but it's also but you also look at there are people out there that are yes, insanely creative, but they're useless creative. Like it's like, great. You built a giant metal Jenga set that is too heavy to move. And it's your (laughs) art. Fucking what the fuck are we going to do with that? Like (laughs) you just welded a fucking giant metal Jenga. The thing weighs 40 tons. Like it's not even a crane that can pick it up. Like, you know what I mean? That's what I mean. Like there's useless creative. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what it's interesting because Matt's saying like anytime there's a, a given task or there's a like, oh, we need to like Ow. create a, a video for this. It kind of sh- stunts the whole creative process in general. I'll yeah. give you a solution, Matt. It's helped me the last okay. the last month or so. I just, uh, I segment out the shit that I have to do that I like, like, so I'll list, Hey, these five things I need this, this gets my day done for you guys, for 
FRA and BRCC. Once that's done, then it's like everything else can fuck up. I've, I've achieved the day. Now I've, I've been forcing myself to sit on the guitar. I've been forcing myself to sit on the piano. I've been, all right, you're going to go do 20 minutes of the piano real quick. Doesn't matter what it is. Get your hands on the keys. Like, and, and even just in the last week, like I am night and day different on that thing because I've just been doing it. Muscle memory is coming back. Um, the, all my library of songs I used to know on the guitar is coming back. I'm trying to learn the electric guitar now, which is, you know, that's a different language to me. I can play it acoustic just fine, but hand me an electric and I'm like, I don't get it. Really? Why? It's just a, it's a different beast. Like it is. Yeah. It's a fun different beast. That's the thing. You you hand him an electric guitar. He can fucking play for four and a half hours to anything that comes on. Hand him an acoustic and say, entertain for two hours. It's not there. Jared, come sing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Same thing. You hand me an electric. I don't know a single thing to play. Like, it's like, uh, I don't know. But you hand me an acoustic and it's like, okay, I could play for two, three hours. Yeah. No, but to your point, Jared, I, I do the very, very similar thing. You know, I used to get up at like eight because I like to stay up late. And then it's like eight to 5 p.m. is like the the tasks that are coming in, the emails, the Slack messages, all that bullshit interfacing. And then after like five, it's kind of my fuck off time. And that's when it's like, not fuck off, but that's that's creative time. That's like, hey, maybe I'll pour a drink. I'm going to go jump on my drum set and my, my, my guitar or watch even a couple YouTube videos. Like, and that's the thing. It's like some people always, it's interesting. I've heard people say that like, Oh, what are you just fucking off? It's like, well, no, if like you go watch 20 minutes of Keem Peel skits, it's not like you're poaching their creativeness, but you're looking at how they shot it, how they delivered their joke. And it's good. It's just a good mental exercise to like benefit what your craft is. And if that craft is the sole provider of income to you, then it's like, you better be focusing on getting fucking better every single day because the second you like become stagnant, there's younger, more hungry people than you that are going to take over. And it's like, you got to fight that every day. It's a, it's a sense of comfortability. And I think that happens a lot when you get older or have had some mild sense of success. You have to you have to get back at the grind every day, but I love it. I think it's fucking fun as shit. It's challenging, but it's fun. Yeah. I think that's like one of the sole reasons why we've found our success is because especially when it comes to social media, like these algorithms change so frequently, if you don't adapt to what's happening within them and pay attention to it and like attack it, like it's a fight every single day, like you're, you're going to go by the wayside. Yeah. I don't, I don't even think it's necessarily algorithm, right? Because the algorithm algorithm impacts is there because of people's like cultural behavior and what they do. And that's always a shift in society as far as attention spans, what they're into. And that's why you see, you know, this migration from app to app, you know, historically it was always YouTube. And now we're really seeing that attention span go down with the Vine era and now the TikTok era. It's, it's, it's a completely different format and people aren't right, really conditioned right now to watch long form content. And if they are, it's more of an episodic series-based content that they watch with their families. But for like day-to-day entertainment on the shitter, no one's going to watch a six minute video. I mean, not a lot of people. They want, they want that. They want the, they want the cat that tackles the dog on TikTok for fucking eight seconds. Yeah. But also too, a success criteria is all guesswork. It's guesswork in like, we don't know, especially us now. We used to be able to track a lot of things because 
we would we would post something with a call to action back when Facebook actually had the call to action buttons. And we would say, ooh, this video actually drove this many people to the site. And these things like now, like nowadays though, where we are at now with our size and with everything that we're doing, there's there isn't a clear success criteria. Is 25,000 views a day on a daily post better than a post a month with 350,000 views? Is that higher quality? We don't know. Does that entertain the audience better? We don't know. Does that make the fans more pleased? Uh, I, I think there is a pocket of people that enjoy the daily stuff. They want to see what we're doing every day. They want to see, they want to peer into the life, just kind of like how Instagram started and changed the culture back almost you know, eight years ago where, where for the first time you got to see a celebrity's personal life, like, Oh, a mere selfie, not a photographer selfie or anything or a photographer photo that people magazine published. You got to see what they look like normally. So it's like that. What is, what is success in social media today? Well, it's something that we're kind of actively trying to define. And it is, we're like, we're in uncharted territories now because never in history have we been in this place before where this whole entire age range of society is consuming media the way that they are currently. And so, yeah, you've got this demographic that's consuming very short form media. And then I I do think that outside of episodic stuff, people also just want to like expand on what they're capable of intellectually through content specifically. Like YouTube's just like, this library of archive of information. And I think a lot of people are going there to learn. Yeah. But we, we also are, are like you said, uncharted territory. We're in a brand where, where everyone knows the company and then everybody knows the people behind it. That's not, can you, who's the CEO and vice president of target? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. See, like (laughs) this doesn't, yeah. Who are the top five, you know, that, that, that built. (laughs) Well, yeah. Especially with companies now, they want to outside of uh, knowing if their products are made in the U.S. Like they want to know who's behind everything. Like they want to know the names. Like Skull Candy. Who are the top five there? No, No, nobody knows. Like, like GoPro. Oakley. Like you start realizing Oh, we are very unique in the aspect of you ask somebody that buys our product. I think hey. you say a lot of those executives are just fucking pussies and they want to hide because they're too terrified to like be ridiculed by public, you know. But that's what I mean. What I'm public. saying is this is this is a one of one. Yeah. Show me any other any other company that I mean, you look at you look at social, Be- like, like Jeff Bezos. Yeah, but Jeff Bezos, you know, he didn't he didn't make a name like he made a name for himself after his business got really big and then yeah. he still is just part of the business. He wasn't a host of a radio show. He wasn't a fucking comedian. He wasn't making movies. He wasn't fucking doing his own ads. Like Papa John is one of the only people that actually starred in his own ads, you know, before all those people came forward with all those sexual assault claims and things like that. Uh, But one of the only CEOs that actually acted in his things, let alone show me one where the CEO and the executive team wrote the ad. Yeah. I I think (laughs) I think usually, right? So you look at it from a founder's perspective. A lot of founders aren't necessarily capable of scaling and running a business as like an 
operator, um, meaning like an, a, a CEO or an executive position. And a lot of times what you'll see with companies, right, you'll have a founder that had a great idea or he was a subject matter expert with a, in, in a sense of technology and created something epic. And as they scale that business, they actually hire in CEOs and chief operating officers and they kind of manage and run the business based off of the founder's idea where our model is significantly different in that, that all of us have tried to scale and grow with the business and use this as almost as like a fucking Harvard business degree in the fact that like we're in the shit every single day. We're making mistakes, learning from them. And obviously we've hired very talented help to support us in areas of the business in which none of us have the business acumen to even participate, like finance, like any of us run finance, we're fucked. Um, not, not because we're, we're fucking spending money or we idiots don't have, just because well, I don't have 30 don't have the years. In, well, yeah, it's, and it's in, just in, not in worthwhile yeah. to dedicate yeah. our time and energy towards mastering that craft. hundred percent. And I, and, but I, I think it's cool, right? Because that was something I think, at least for me and my individual perspective was years ago, it was like, I could just double down on social media or try to like learn the business of the business. And I think it's been very helpful because the more, um, you have kind of your fingers on the pulse of the business, the more you can make educated decisions across each division within the company, because you understand the implications and third order effects of like what a post can do to supply chain, right? Like, but you have to understand the different divisions of the business to understand it like holistically. And that's been something very fun, but I'm sure challenging for all of us. But that's my point is you don't see a lot of founders, Jared, that are out there like, Running businesses. Well, not, well, a at, lot of founders, at scale, at scale. yes, a lot of founders look for that second round and then exit or, you know, like, like you said, they give the vision and they hand the vision off to all these, these high paid executives. Whereas we have never taken the hands off the driving wheel. And even then we've tried, we've tried to hire people to come in and and take the wheel for a little bit, and we've had to take it back. Hey, get the well, yeah, fuck this, out of this, here! You don't fucking you give get the this. wheel to a bunch of like old business suits. All they want to do is literally take your culture by the fucking head and set it on fire. And then that's what they want to do. They're like, "Hey, Where? thanks for making this really authentic brand and caring and and being happy." And just fucking set it on let's, fire. <laughs> let's just milk it for every last drop it has. More bottom line. More bottom yeah. line. But I mean, you know, we, we have, we have transcended though into the big dogs. I've seen comments, you know, people are like, they're huge corporate. It's like, kind of, but we're still all here. No, we literally actively set up divisions to not be corporate <laughs> to make sure that yes that doesn't and our happen. company structure and makeup right now doesn't exist in any other company no, no we have in, a really in weird the world chart. so like yeah. yes any it's any a other ceo would come man. in and go wait <laughs> what, are you what doing? the fuck is this but it's the best ever and it will be studied i promise you this is going to be studied harvard business and everything is going to go, wait, what the fuck did you guys do? I How? I chalk us up that we're lunatics, How but I'm totally fine with that? that. I love Whatever. being a lunatic. Yeah, I know. Fuck it. I, that's fine. Listen, we're disruptive. I think it's fun. And I think it's a lot of this is like a portion of culture and business that people are fucking fed up with this woke fucking bullshit. And we're one of the very few brands at scale 
that is having that conversation openly. And it's not even about politics. It's just doing what the fuck we want and being yeah. Americans and like actually being cool and loving that there's a fucking American flag behind you, Jared. It's kind of cool that there's a space bear too. But the fact that in 2021 flags. companies are fucking scared to hang an American flag in their business, you fucking loser cultural fucking bitches. Like you, you're there's fucking everything up. It's like, Dude, it gets me so hot. Yeah, are you pointing at the other flag? Two flags. Two flags. Double down. Double down. I got a couple flags in here. But you can't see him. Yeah, you can't see him. Well, there's one in there that I can't say where, but that's been on a very, very, very high-profile mission. Um, that an American flag. I've been on a high-profile mission. Some dead terrorists around that Matt's pants were down, though. Yeah. (laughs) There was a lot of milk. A lot of milk. Yeah, I just think it's ridiculous. Like, you know, that that at this day and age, there's literally people are terrified to like put an American flag in their business. It's fucking stupid. Fucking stupid. Stupid. These people are stupid and and they're they're attriting themselves, which is awesome. I'm I I invite it. It's like, go ahead, tell us who you are, get the fuck out. (laughs) Fuck off. Your opinion doesn't matter. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, because yeah, again, like said, they'll trip themselves. So. I've yet to meet anyone that has high complaints and 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 opinions on anti-American values that has actually done shit. So everyone, every person that I've that I've ever met that wants to scream about you know the racism, how how fucked up America is, how fucked up the flag is, how fucked up our history is, and it's like, have you ever been outside this country? The answer is no, 100% of the time. And shit, the last time I had this conversation with somebody, they hadn't even been out of their own state, which was New York. So, okay, now enlighten me again on how oppressed you are and everybody else is and blah, 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 blah. You've never, you, you don't realize like you're the small percentile that actually has access to clean drinking water and you actually fucking shit in it. Yeah. (laughs) That's such good. Yeah. You shit in clean water. Clean water. Yeah. You shit in clean water. You're out there fucking pressure. You want to, you want to talk about oppression. (laughs) Yeah. All while you dump out and drinking water, which well, I think a the high truth, percentage the of the world doesn't problem have. is when you start to blame everything is wrong. It it drastically impacts the people that are actually going through true racism in, in these mild pockets across the United States, where as a whole as a country, all of us would dispute that and try to fix it. But no, like if everything's fucked up with the narrative, then how do you how do you even problem solve? You can't. Well, yeah, it's really, it's like from a, it's really one big self-fulfilling prophecy. So if, you know, you take this on an individual basis and you're like, well, I'm, I'm in a horrible position and I'm, I'm unsuccessful. And you just riddle yourself with negative energy. That's what's going to actually happen. If you extrapolate that over a group of people, it's really the same thing. And if that's what I love about the military is that you get to go and see all these places, you get exposed to all these different things. And then you come back, you're like, holy shit, we have it fucking awesome. Dude, every this American needs to so great. start the day knowing I won the life lottery. That's, yeah. that's where it starts. As an American person in 2021, you won the life lottery. You could be a fucking older teenage Jewish male in 1941. That wouldn't be fucking fun, would it? 
but you were born in America in 2021. Like, you could be in Zaire. You could be born with AIDS. There's a lot of options out there. There's a lot of, <laughs> lot of yeah. ways life you can, can go. You could just go, you could just walk you, you down You won the, the life lottery to begin with. Yeah. All right, now what you do with that is up to you. Yeah, and there's obviously more like privileged people as far as their economics like structure and where they're born into but there is a i truly believe a good baseline of of opportunity in america that is unprecedented across the world a hundred percent yeah yeah i mean i i i just think it's a good starting point life life lottery i mean you could be you could have been born hunter biden look how that went yeah <laughs> <laughs> Let's all thank our stars that we weren't. We all well, got I don't, our teeth. I don't. I don't. I don't think we would. We would go down the same path as him, even born into that shit show. <laughs> no, no. That he just self-selected to be a fucking douchebag. <laughs> oh He's God! Like, he rose. He raised his right hand. And said, "I'm going to be a fucking douchebag." Got yeah. it. I. How many times has the words "my dad's a senator" come out of that man's mouth? <laughs> Maybe I can do like this Conor McGregor, <laughs> Floyd Mayweather, you know, Logan Paul, Mayweather celebrity boxing match with Hunter Biden. Oh, damn. I, I mean, would never I, sign up he's that. emaciated. Like he's unhealthy. Have you seen him? Yeah. Like it looks, it looks like his organ. Like I've never like looked at someone and went, oh man, your organs are failing. But when I look his at Hunter Biden, that's what like I feel. It's, it's made of hair follicles. I you know? feel like organs are failing when I look at Hunter <laughs> Biden. Yeah, his insides are just poison. <laughs> like I also see a lot of pictures of him with like hot chicks. Like I don't understand what woman would sink to that level of oh yeah, his, his dad's famous. Well, he he probably has the hookup on all the drugs. No, he's got that Maybe, China money, dude. Like, he's just throwing that China. I mean, money yeah, around. seeing like, those seeing those text messages to like his buddy, like trying to get his buddy to give him a chick, was just like. Ugh. I didn't see that. Didn't yeah, that. he's Gross. like, that's where he said no Asians or no yellows or whatever he said. Like, that's because not racist. Holy his fuck, buddy, yeah. his buddy, yeah, but you know, it's not talked about. But Brett Kavanaugh, who he was trying to date at a party in 1985, that's 60 days worth of newsworthy, right? Right? CNN? <laughs> you fucking fuckwits. Fuck you, Don Lemon. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> what? I blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of nowhere. I'm sorry. I, just, some shit. I have Tourette's against Don Lemon. <laughs> just you know, I've always I've always wondered that like throughout the course of like how certain news cycles never participate in like a narrative that they're uncomfortable with. Like I've in almost 10 years never once I think uh what MSNBC did one with us, but like CNN has never once been like let's talk to somebody that doesn't think like us, like, like a guy, like, like they've never reached out ever. Even, even when you do good shit, that's like bipartisan, nothing. Right. It, it's so interesting how they're so selective on what stories they want to tell. Um, I mean, they'll still say, thank you for your service and veterans day, but we all know that's a fucking crock of shit. Crock. So, crock. yeah, I mean, Hey, CNN, I'd love, come on, let's, 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 let's chat about some where stuff. You at, I, don't know. Lemon? I, could, probably... I think this is what I'm supposed to do. Where are you at day, old rich so... lemon, rich Don lemon, whatever. Okay. So well, let's get Jared on CNN. Yeah. yeah let's, I think let's Jared figure out how to do this. Hey, you have a problem with Don? Yes. He's an idiot. And he looks stupid. 
By the way, did you see, um, it was on Stephen Colbert, um, Jon Stewart's rant about Wuhan. It was so good. Really? Was oh, Colbert was like sweating? Oh, bro. When, when his, Jon Stewart's opening statement is essentially this, and I'm, I'm just, you know. Paraphrasing. Paraphrasing here. He goes, science has done a tremendous thing with the coronavirus and saving lives. Also, Science probably created the coronavirus. And you see Stephen Colbert go, oh, no, what are you saying on my show? Why you, no, don't say that. Don't say that. It was fucking great. You Fuck have to Colbert. watch it. No, it was awesome, though. Yeah. Like John Stewart, it just dude, shows it how much so of a rad. pussy he is. Like, he's not the edgy, oh, I'm going to bust a story guy anymore. You're just Stephen a fucking Colbert Muppet. used to be great. When he was, this, a, like this, when he was a, st- st- a satirical guy, yeah. I actually liked this show. But when it became, he actually believes it. That's when it got fucking yeah. weird. I'm He's like, what puppet. the fuck are you talking Little, about, man? Come on, dance, Mr. Kobeer. Yeah, and John Stewart's, man, he's fucking awesome. Dude, that he's, dude yeah. continually does the bat. Doesn't give a shit. Actually worked with uh, Hunter 7, and the, you know, John Stewart's been a steward in the fight for the burn pit uh, movement. Uh, what a great guest he would be. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I have a, a line I can I can reach out. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What are we at, Matt Hoffman? Oh, wow. Look at that. We got enough time to talk about some of the cool things that we do, like give you coffee to your door in the Black Rifle Coffee Coffee Club. And what about the ECS? What do we have coming up? Well, the ECS is the best thing that we have. Exclusive We've coffee got, subscription, um, by the way. Different coffees coming from different origin countries every single month with unique designs created by the core four on a regular okay. basis. My own personal one coming up pretty soon. Pink 79. It's a flamingo with an M79. I love on that design. Purple tiger You're only stripe. saying that's your personal that's favorite because I think that's the design. first ECS of yours that is hitting it's, shelves. It's not the I first one. I think it's no. the, one of the best designs well, ever done. Well, one of the first that like you solely, because you kind of, you solely did that design. Pink 79. Yeah. It was a compliment. The art not, is great. Yeah, the name is great. I want a tattoo of it. It's the best I've seen. I won't say I solely did. It was a collaboration. My my A10 Warthog shirt is out. If you guys, I'm not wearing it right now. I'm wearing a shirt that none of you can get because that's what I do now is I just design stuff and then wear it. So you want it and then you can't have it. My firebird. I am excited this year. I mean, Logan, you've been looking through some of this stuff, but how much new merchandise we have coming out through summer and into the end of the year. There's a lot of cool stuff, some new coffees that are going to be limited offers, um, some great design work, some rebranding stuff. There's a lot of fun shit going on. Yeah, there's one uh, Circus Bear. Oh, yeah. Expanding the bear line a little bit. Yeah, expanding the bear line. Yeah, there's a lot of complaints. They haven't heard about your bear hunt yet. A lot of complaints. Well, if we can just finally get the four of us together well you know we kind of we had a good time for it but uh you know matt Carricker decided to have a party that morning and invited everybody oh my god invited everybody and bernie everybody and bernie got an invitation Uh, my mail i i was getting a new mailbox so mine wasn't installed when i think the invitation (laughs) was all too bad so (laughs) he sent sent a carrier pigeon you just must not have got that i think one of your dogs ate it okay i think i think the horse ate the pigeon that was the problem yeah there it is there might, might be a new virus coming out of horse pigeon virus now <laughs> all right well there's another free range america we, we went that was an add episode we went a lot hey, of you know what directions. it's fine uh, yeah that's not surprising it's fine we still these are way. these are entertaining 
I, I think. mean, that's subjective, but maybe sure. you tell us, comment below. We read them. Except if you mention Dave, I don't read it. I want Dave. I got to call him. Text Dave after this and get my gun bunny photo. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Text Dave. Get the gun bunny. And the sign. And the sign. Thank you. You bet. What? What? What sign? Uh-huh. What am I doing? No, I mean, I'm going to do the, I had, the I photo had and make the sign. Two uh, light up signs being made, and I'll order you some after I get them, and they're cool. I so. think we should wait for a nice sunny day, and it's time to take a new gun bunny photo. Okay. Sounds good I, to me. I think. Maybe the comments can say what they want. I think like a 50 cal, you know, maybe a new pair of Daisy Dukes, you know? Perfect. Why yeah. not? All right. Why okay. not? Okay. I'm in. I'm in. Hey, I don't spend six days in the gym not to show it off, Logan. Yeah. Let's no, do it. I yeah. I Nor should you, my there. friend. You know, you got to show it off. I see Just your arms there over there. there the world a better place. You know, one, one ass cheek at a time. Drink Let's coffee and have fun. That's the motto. Drink coffee, have fun. Perfect. Good talking <laughs> with you guys. This All right. We'll see you later. Bye. Cool beans, hot coffee. <laughs> see you. <laughs>